Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. I, my, my family is back making dinner right now and I'll, I'll want to go back and eat that after this. Yeah, I'll be hungry. Yeah. That's one step up from your Thai food rapidly cooling on your front porch while we are recording drags on and on and on. <laughs> First I'm picturing just like raccoons just being like, Oh guys, guys, Dude. you won't believe it. Looks like, <laughs> look like Patky Mouse back on the menu, boys. <laughs> ah. What about the spring rolls? He doesn't need those. <laughs> like an orc has ever seen a menu. Yeah, those raccoons have never seen a menu. <laughs> That's one of my favorite ongoing bits. It's always good. What do they mean by market price for swordfish? <laughs> we'll have some waters for the table. <laughs> <laughs> Can we make substitutions on the prefix menu? Yeah. Minestrone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block Break loose from the chains That are causing you pain Call Michael and Stanley Jim Dwight Creed Call Andy and Kelly For your business paper needs Or Dundermiff Then the people versus paper people Dundermiff Then the people versus paper people Dundermiff Then the people versus paper people Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and I'm on step eight of Alcoholics Anonymous and step nine of Narcotics Anonymous, Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin Janes. And in sumo culture, I'd be considered a promising up-and-comer. <laughs> and with us, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. You looking for someone to bang your wife? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong, Albert? Oh my God! Uh, uh, <laughs> I'll say this: I'm still, I'm still out, uh, out in the desert here in Southern California, so I, I can't do my drops. I don't have my health set up, which is a real shame because we're doing Todd Packer, and I don't have drops. Because uh, boy, oh boy, they're a dime a dozen. Almost everything he says is a drop. <laughs> so I'll just have we'll to definitely, do uh, yeah, we'll definitely. Uh, have to do our own Todd Packer. <laughs> You'll just have to say quotes out loud when they come into your head, which is something that we don't have very often on this show. Yes. So it'll be a new <laughs> yeah. experience for our listeners. Yeah. Uh, but Alex, will you paint the picture for us? Tell us about what you, where you're at for this recording. Sure. I so I'm staying down in Borrego Springs. My parents. Uh, I probably went over this last episode, but my parents have been running a house down here for like december and january just because they're they're old and kind of done with portland winters and so i'm down here visiting for a couple weeks with uh uh with my wife my wife and the internet is terrible at the place we are like we recorded last week and it's very hard to do a conversational podcast when you have like a seven second delay (laughs) from (laughs) one of the people uh so I am borrowing, I took my parents' van and I drove to the Borrego Springs. I'm parked outside the library. It's pitch blackout. <laughs> um, and I'm using, I'm siphoning off library internet, which is better than our rental house <laughs> internet. Now, the other thing is today happens to be 
the only day we've been here where it's like a storm warning. So there's been like 50 to 60 mile an hour winds Whoa. all day. And my the van is shaking a little bit constantly from all the wind <laughs> right now. I'm getting pelted by rain. Uh, and it's getting colder every second that goes by because the car is not on right now. So uh, I'm, in the, I'm in the back of a van, uh, pitch black at night by a public library in the middle of nowhere. On vacation. <laughs> <laughs> on vacay. But uh, it makes it's, it's good we're doing Todd Packer because I'm quite literally on the road uh, right now. Ah. Checked out the traveling. work bus. That's right. Yeah. Well, uh, well yeah, th- that's right. This week our, uh, we'll cover uh, our, our main topic for this week is going to be Todd Packer. Uh, and then uh, at, once we're done talking about that, we'll go to the conference room and we're going to catch up on some emails. Uh, and uh, and then we'll head uh, and then we'll do some uh, trivia uh, provided by a, a listener, bit. of a course. Bit of trivia. Little yeah. bit of trivia, a little bite-sized trivia, I guess. Um, but yeah, today is Todd Packer, aka the Pac-Man, Packer, Packster, Wacky Pack. Uh, I'm sure there's several Bad. more. In in the farm, Clark says, "Who's that?" And Pam just says, "Bad." Nice. So we can add that to the list of aliases. Spat. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Todd Packer is played by David Koechner, who uh, was on SNL for a year back in 1995, um, alongside Adam McKay and uh, and Nancy Carell, or Nancy Walls at the time. Um, So, you know, it all comes back around. Of course, he went on to do... Uh, Anchorman, uh, which is an Adam McKay movie, and then he went on to do uh, with Steve Carell. With as well. Steve Carell, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, Todd Packer, traveling salesman at Dunder Mifflin, father, William Hung fan. Uh, <laughs> you know, no, he doesn't know who that is. Who is that? <laughs> Why does everybody Al- always ask me that? Alligator nerd. That's right. Every genus, every subspecies. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I like that little detail. Uh, he is, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, he's been at Dunder Mifflin for a while. He's he's one of Michael's uh, best friends and kind of a bully around the office. He's uh, He calls himself an institution when he's being fired in Florida. Uh, but yeah, to continue our uh, long list. Can't put me down. You're strong. <laughs> <laughs> to continue our uh, ongoing list of character profiles, we're adding Todd Packer, a character who kind of weaves in and out of the show uh, at different times. There's a he can go, you can go multiple seasons without having him appear. He can appear just at at any random moment, kind of in the show, which is kind of fun. Um, yeah, he is uh, he's a terrible and, and toxic character. Uh, <laughs> so it's good that we only get him in those mic those small small doses, but. Um, it, it, it definitely rounds out the ensemble of the show to have a character like Packer who can come in um, at, at random episodes, random parties, uh, mm-hmm. and, and change the dynamic. He really does make like Ryan seem like a harmless gentleman. Like He's, he's by <laughs> far the most toxic character on the show. It's not even close. <laughs> um, and it's, it's palatable Like whenever he comes in. We've talked about how funny collective groans are on the show, and it feels like whenever Packer comes around... Everyone's feeling that in the office. I'm just like, <laughs> oh my god, this guy. And he is. He's just. He's a. He's cartoonishly. He's. He's. A, he's always coming up behind people. He's touching people. He's. I mean, even talking about him on this episode is going to be a landmine of problematic language. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could just play the drops, <laughs> but I. <laughs> so. Uh, so yeah, here we go. Uh, re- before we continue, I just want to say 
Packer was the last in our uh, round of voting in our Scott's Tots for what character we talk about next. So I think, you know, they, we talked about Toby, we did Nelly, uh, we've done Packer, and we did, I'm forgetting the other person they voted on. But we've opened up a whole new round of voting among, among our Scott's Tots, one of the many benefits of being a Tot. On of Patreon. what character we do next. So quick quiz, guys. Here is the four people that I gave them for next choices. Karen Filippelli, mm-hmm. Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration, mm-hmm. Joe Bennett, and David Wallace. Now- mm. Hearing those names, who do you think is in the lead right now? Who's the top vote getter out of those four? Bob Vance. That's what I, I I bet it's Bob Vance. All three of us. I think we all thought it was Bob Vance, and it's David Wallace by a country mile. Wow. <laughs> that would have been my other guess. I mean, I think David Wallace is uh, one of the more interesting figures on the show. Yeah. Just in his I'm role. actually surprised that we haven't done David Wallace yet. Mm-hmm. I know. A lot of comments, too, on our tots on the voting. Uh, Phyllis Vance for David Wallace. Uh, one Matt just said and Gromit. Uh, <laughs> Jamie said David Walrus every time. Um, Jenny says David Wallace. All the other choices can suck it. TM. <laughs> all right, David Wallace. Your wife is a very lucky woman. <laughs> all right, and, and the first comment was just, "What say we do?" Love it, man. That's great. I really like that. Oh, that's man. Okay, fantastic. well, now I, everyone's got me excited then. Just a plug for our Patreon. There you go. Well, that's going to be coming coming down the pipe then. Um, uh, back yeah. to Pac-Man. Yeah, back, back yeah, to back to Todd Packer. I, You know, it's it's he is um, kind of weaves in and out of the show. He'll Like you said, he'll go away and then all of a sudden be back and have a whole episode named after him. Um, mm-hmm. But... Um, I do think that that Todd Packer is an in very port a very important part of the show. Um, really, you know, I think. Uh, well, he is like Michael's only other friend besides Dwight, mm. and I think he's an interesting character too. I feel I like you never see him. Um, uh, we don't know much about his life. We don't really get to see you know how he i would imagine that todd packer's not really popular with it, with anyone i don't know what do you guys think do you think he has friends i think he has friends in the way that michael thinks packer is his friend i i, I think I there's agree. like he maybe has one or two guys like him that never stopped getting drunk never stopped partying never stopped all those things from like high school um but the way he treats michael like he's not a real friend to michael at no. all, I would. I think there's plenty of evidence for that, and I think anyone who treats someone treats everyone else in their lives that way is not a contented or a person with any real community around them. Uh, I don't think would treat people that way. So yeah. yeah, I think he's a lonely person on the road. Yeah, it's hard to make guesses about what <laughs> what that life is like um, as a traveling salesman for someone who dips in and out so um, irregularly. And also gives us no real insight into what their home life is like, besides the fact that he has a daughter who he is not kind to, you know. Yeah. Um, and I do. I would agree with you that he is an important character. I mean, I think we've 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 touched on it at different points, but like he provides an insight into what the office was like before the documentary crew got there, what it was like when he and Michael mm-hmm. were working together under Ed Truck. I think he provides like he he brings out the worst in Michael and Alex. This is a theory of yours that. 
you know, the, the more Michael distances himself from Todd Packer and their friendship, the more Michael kind of tends to improve as a person. So you get a little mm-hmm. bit of that. You get someone who is worse than Michael in the office environment and, uh, and brings out the worst than Michael. Um, and I think also he, to what extent, Alex, does he remind you of Chris, Fr- Chris Finch from the BBC office? I'm glad you brought that up. Um, because he is very directly based on on Chris Finch. Um, Finchy, given his yeah, his, Finchy, who's also a terrible, terrible man. Um, they're I mean they're very similar. They, uh, physically, they're both like kind of have they're tall. They when they literally look down on people. Um, generally, every interaction has this weird underlying "I'm better than you" thing going on, and I get that vibe from Todd Packer. He feels like constantly threatened um, and therefore constantly needing to kind of assert his weird male, whatever sense he has of like being a tall, dumb dude. Loud alpha. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And uh, so so I think they they based it, at least physically, is very similar and, and certainly in their temperament. I think Chris Finch seems like a, I don't know, slightly more intelligent person, maybe. Um, but maybe that's just because of the accent. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just interesting that we have sort of a holdover from the BBC office that kind of runs through the whole show. I mean, obviously, there are mm-hmm. a lot of characters inspired by the BBC office, a lot of them very directly, but somebody who's more on the fringes um, like that in that sort of role. Yeah, and I think you're right that, that their, their role is simply to uh, be someone who comes in and is worse than the main character of this show, which is the manager, both David Brent and Michael Scott. I mean, it's, um, oh yeah, yeah. No, that's it. I mean, it's 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 it is like they're just this wedge that comes into them, and they just they just provide opportunities for the main character to be a better person. And it's not until late in the show that those opportunities actually are taken. I mean, you think of the way that Todd sets an example of antagonizing everyone in the bullpen like during the sexual harassment episode or even mm. in the carpet when michael is sitting out there and he's like oh you know who you sit in that desk todd packer and then there's like voice over him telling stories about packer while michael's walking around and you know he hits creed jolly horse mm. and mm-hmm. like it just kind of brings out the worst in him how many times is todd packer literally the voice in michael's head on the phone telling me he needs to do this. He needs to get out and join the party. He's telling right. him at Ben Franklin, like, and what kind of stripper did you get? Like he's planting these seeds in Michael's mind. Um, yeah. And it, it's crazy. The influence that he has on it, even from so far away. It's almost like they tap into like, he taps into this sense of, I don't know, almost like adolescent brotherhood that Michael is constantly sort of searching for, but it's a very immature, low shelf version of that. Um, that it seems like Packer has never grown out of, and Michael kind of can't resist that because it's still something to be a part of. It's still like someone who's going to call Michael up on a Friday night to go out, um, even though they're, you know, he's going to go, you know, bang both the twins. It was awesome, and you know, or or run away and let Michael get beat up. Like, yeah. He has all oh, these man. stories, such <laughs> terrible stuff, man. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really bad. Um, and you know, sends a bag of shit to Michael's office. Like, ha ha ha. Good, great joke, man. Yeah, yeah. Packer's also the one, one of the only people who kind of goes along with Michael's bits in the office. Like, they'll they'll kind of oh, improv yes. together in a way that Dwight tries to, and Michael shuts him down. Um, <laughs> he he and Packer will will go off together. So um, another sort of an, another sort of piece of it. But yeah, 
Um, they they, yeah. they definitely bring out that it's very juvenile the way they uh, the way they interact. Yeah. yeah, and you mentioned the voice in the head, and the the main moment for me is is when Michael's in sexual harassment. You know, when Michael's like, consider this my retirement from comedy, and he gives the speech, and he <laughs> looks at Packer, Packer with that big pregnant pause, and Packer gives him a little nod, and Michael makes that last joke, mm. and you get the sense, oh, Michael is the cushion that Packer likes to go out and have, mm-hmm. and say, hey, Michael, go do this, or hey, Michael, go try this. So, like, Packer doesn't, he can let, he's he's totally willing to let Michael take the fall for anything that he does. I'm, I bet, too, that it's like, just the way that you see... Uh, Michael um, interact with Ryan Ryan in the pilot <clears throat> is probably what Packer did for Michael. You know what I mean? On the on his yeah. first day of work. Um, and uh, I'm sure Michael loved it <laughs> and just was in yeah. awe of Todd Packer ever since. Um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with the, uh, I, I, I like, I believe that, Todd Packer is the voice in in Michael's head early in the show, and all, mm-hmm. every time he does something inappropriate or mean, because it doesn't, you know, as the show goes on, uh, Michael Scott is is not really very mean and is really kind hearted, it you know deep mm-hmm. down. Um, so I think that you know it, it's not about um, the fact that like Pam and them like taught him to be a better person. It's that. He met Todd Packer and completely changed his perception of. I mean, you know, he just he just wants to have friends, and he thought that this is how you get them. It's a lot of people will say that there's like an angel and a devil on your shoulder, and Michael has only had a devil on his shoulder, which is Packer, and it's not really till he meets Holly that he actually has an angel on his other shoulder telling him what right to do, and that's what makes the Todd Packer episode so amazing is we actually, he gets both of those things kind of fighting and speaking into his ears on either side. Mm-hmm. And you get Todd Packer directly lying to Michael in them. Yes. She was laughing hysterically the whole time. Um, yeah. yeah, that's funny. I hadn't thought about it in that that sort of imagery. But yeah, I think too, um, you know, we'll for sure go back to that Todd Packer, the, the eponymous yeah. episode. But you mentioned Ryan, uh, Sean. Um, and I think it's, Ryan and Todd Packer are such interesting sort of comparisons, which is that, you see Michael latching onto them in his sort of desire for friends, and they, he he does so in, in the same sort of way, but they're different people. Packer is, I, I I think, older and or at least at least of a similar age, and uh, he looks up to him because he thinks he Michael thinks Todd is cool, and he latches onto him, and he's mm-hmm. going to do whatever he tells him. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with Ryan. He sees Ryan as this, uh, he's everything I am and everything I'm not. Who is this person Ryan that you describe as just as hot as Jan, but in a different <laughs> way? Um, and like as the sort of business prodigy, and again, he's attached himself to Ryan. Cut to Toby laughing. And yeah, and even in the Wolf episode, he'll just kind of go along with whatever Ryan suggests. So, um, and Pam mm-hmm. has to kind of um, shake him of that illusion. So I think, and and maybe Holly does the same thing in that Todd Packard episode. Honey, he's a jerk. Yeah. So there's like there's an element of that 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 he has to be separated from uh, from Todd. I don't know why it just popped into my head too. I mean, maybe it, but but I, but you know, you guys watch Dave, yeah, on Hulu. There's an episode all about Dave and like how he like as a kid. Um, I thought of this too. That's so funny. Yeah, he, yeah, go into it. Yeah, yeah. It. So he like just wanted to. It, it's it, when he was a kid, he would like do things like pee his pants on command to like make this group of friends laugh. 
and like that's just basically the whole like, his role in this group of friends and then he gets together with them later in life and realizes that they're a bunch of jerks and that they never really um were his real friends at all it's kind of i mean it's a pretty good episode if you haven't seen it uh i guess i'd recommend it but uh um uh yeah it does make you think of michael and todd's relationship yeah there's there's an element of of michael always not that packer ever sort of withholds it but michael is always trying to win packer's approval you know and uh the only Mm. time but ever it seems to get that way is when he wants him to come out at the party come meet me you know right yeah it's right. during the St. Patrick's Day episode, but yeah. Oh yeah, I. Yeah. I mean, uh, St. Patrick's Day. Speaking of, I mean, the. I don't know what percentage of Packers scenes would you say he's drunk in? Twenty five percent of the time we see him. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Okay. Speaking of drunk scenes with Packer, there's a. You should all go back and watch this. But in Threat Level Midnight, he has a very small role where he's. Oh yeah. Level. He's in the bar, and he's the drunk patron at the bar, mm-hmm. and. If you watch the scene where they all get up and start dancing in the scar, but you just focus on Packer, it's so funny to watch him like move around. And there's even a continuity error where he, or where he like breaks, he gets up and he's kind of staggering around, and then like it cuts back to him sitting in this stool. He says, "What do you say? If being uh, if doing the scar is gay, then I'm the biggest queer on earth." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is yeah. the line that gets Jim to start laughing at how terrible it all is. Um, but yeah, just watch, just go back and just watch Packer in that scene. Uh, it is funny too, thinking that it's like, I I would believe that Todd was just getting drunk during, during Michael's shoot, <laughs> and was probably oh, actually yeah. drunk for that scene. He says during the St. Patrick's Day episode, "I already I've been here since three. I already boot and rallied twice." Yeah, I. <laughs> I mean, he's got a DUI problem. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. why he needs Ryan to drive him around yeah, town. I, can... I mean, he's got, you know, and then of course later he says that he's on step eight of. Alcoholics Anonymous and Step Nine of Narcotics Anonymous. So, which I don't. He, he's definitely he's not the cupcakes yeah. with drugs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely not. Which, like, he's consistent up to the very end. <laughs> you know, I'm glad they didn't try to redeem him. It's, <laughs> no, they well, made him like an outrageous villain in the end. He follows up with. Yeah. Uh, he says that early on in, in the farm into that episode, and then he says, "I am going through a twelve step program." This is after he's on his way out. He says, I'm "Currently on step zero. We just have a shit ton of fun. <laughs> I spent six hours carefully removing the frosting and then layering in a variety of drugs. Some legal, some not, some laxative, some constipating. You don't fire the Pac-Man and expect to get away with it. I, you know, something that I... He buys his own stock, no doubt. <laughs> there's something that uh, I thought of kind of in this conversation, but like how many times in the, in the office does, does Packer arrive and then he's a problem that has to be... They have to figure out how to get rid of him in some sort of way. It happens oh. all the time. It happens in Tallahassee. It happens in the Todd Packer episode. It kind of happens in the farm when they're trying to get him to go. Like it's it's so funny that uh, he he's got nine lives and uh, and then they cut it off. <laughs> even the first time we we meet Packer over the phone, and it's not even um, David Keckner, but we meet Packer, you know, when he's <laughs> over the phone with the Jam, and immediately causes a problem oh, yeah, the pilot, for Michael. Yeah. Just on the speakerphone, yeah, in the pilot. Um, I mean, that's how we meet him. So he, he comes in hot, he leaves hot, and uh, he never cools down for nine mm-hmm. seasons. Too strong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you mentioned really quick, we, we had a, a listener write in, gosh, way earlier this year, uh, and Raina had uh, equated every character on The Office with a holiday. Oh. And uh, gave Packer a very good 
uh, thing, which is a pledge hazing week for fraternities. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think that is on the money because yes. like that's exactly I think like he passes down that like abuse that happens during hazing week. Like clearly, and Michael kind of feel like Michael kind of likes that in a way, or he feels like, oh, I was treated bad by Packer, so when I'm around him, I'll treat other people bad because it's just sort of you get initiated by the guy, and he is a walking, breathing bad fraternity. That is exactly who <laughs> Packer is. Guy had no sense of humor about it. It's probably why we didn't hire him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. How, man, um, it, it's it is funny that like he's just an instant villain whenever he appears. Um, but, and even, in, even being as terrible as he is, he does deliver like a ton of funny lines, you know? Like, oh yeah. A lot of really, uh, funny, memorable moments, I guess. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, speaking of moments, are we at the stage we where just we just recount go- moments? <laughs> yeah. yeah or, I, think, uh, I think so, unless you have any sort of, uh, major, uh, any other major points to make. I think, uh, we've kind of talked about oh. his, his stretch quite a bit. It, it is, yeah. I think it's, it's worth talking about how how great david keckler yeah, is in this do, role because yeah. he's like when you really hate a character or you, <laughs> like that actor's doing a great mm-hmm. job you know um shout out to joffrey in game of thrones <laughs> uh packer is that in the show he's just uh, david keckner is fantastic and you know i see david keckner i see him he plays variations of the same role sometimes um but they really let him go go find the bottom of the barrel for packer here um, and he does a really, really good his, job. His dramatic act outs when he, like, when he's in the room, like he's in the room. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When he's in the bullpen, yeah. like his physicality is so, so prevalent. And he like, here's Halpert, tall, was he? Tall, queer, <laughs> handsome as ever. And then like he does this thing with his hands, you know? Look, it's me, Jim. Yeah. yeah. His, yeah. Yes. yes. And then, and then the way he walks up to Karen, well, who's this? You know, like he, just the way that he moves around in the scenes is really, really good. Like he's he's really good. He's so yeah. yeah. He's he does. He fills he fills the room with his energy right away. And like the way he sits on desks and talks to <laughs> yeah. people, kind of crotch out and kind of chest out, and like the way it's so he's just so cocksure and gross. And like he really does. The way it he well. sits on that countertop with his leg up in costume contest. Yeah. I don't think you get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just the worst per- the worst possible person to be eavesdropping on this conversation between him and Danny about why Danny didn't want to go on another date with Pam. Oh my god, yeah. Hey, oh, Albert, god. Looking for someone to bang your wife. <laughs> just like from from the from the peanut gallery. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Yeah. God. Uh I don't think you get also, it. God, that's such a good In line. Ben Franklin, when Michael pulls him into his office and they're talking about the bachelor party, like Todd is like so frustrated that he picks up a pencil and breaks it, you know, yeah. the way that he's using his hands to kind of express this weird pent up energy that he has. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he, mm-hmm. he's, it's really, really good. And it's very, got uh, a stripper. Yeah. <laughs> he's, <laughs> like, he's like, his fingers are like, I know it's, just, <laughs> uh, uh, it's gross. Yeah. He's so gross. He's so gross, man. I, I, I'm glad that they finally give him the space to like, we get to see his full like way he hits on women with Nellie, that oh, entire yeah. arc at the bar, trying to sleep with her. And then, I mean, there is a little bit of relief just seeing him puke all over Gabe's corduroys, <laughs> which they don't make in boot cut anymore. Speaking uh, of... Uh, oh, my he kind of gets a bit of a comeuppance for his character. That's about as close as we get. Speaking of physicality and like, you know, the way they carry themselves, him and Dwight sort of uh, pitted head to head against each other is pretty good. Because they're like, I feel like they're of oh. similar... Heights, like we've talked about how Jim yeah. and Dwight being similar stature 
makes it seem more even. And same with with uh, with uh, Packer and Dwight. Um, when like Piker, Packer Twi- tries to poke Dwight's wound too fast, like he like deflects it, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 There's there's a lot of that too. Um, another thing I would say in terms of uh, for for Dave Keckner, his bloopers are so funny. Like, yeah, oh, uh, yeah. like the, a lot of the ones from the Tallahassee arc. And then um, I'm trying to remember what he says. There's one blooper where he says, either this chick is a dude or Halpert's got scared lines. <laughs> 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 and he has to start the scene over again. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic mm. stuff. I mean, are uh, there uh, let, okay? Now we're at this moment. Yeah, Todd. Okay, Todd Packer's got one of my favorite lines in the entire show. Where's Michael Snot <laughs> sniffing some dude's thong? Probably. <laughs> we do say that to each yeah. other in data, like when we're around each other, just casually. I don't know. Yeah, that one does stick mm-hmm. in there. Probably. <laughs> Probably it's just that probably that'd be such a uh, see that's that's a perfect drop just probably. Um, I've always loved the one in uh, it's in it's in test the store when uh, Dwight is mm. giving everyone's roles and he says Packer you will be the sexual predator who has come to prey on the te- trendy teenage girls who are obsessed with the pyramid. Packer says uh, I don't see what that gets us but I'm a team player. And then Packer says, shoots out to get me, but I'm playing the long game. As soon as he messes up, I swoop in like a sexual predator. <laughs> it's terrible. It's so bad. <laughs> um, oh, man, what else? Uh... <laughs> I mean, just Packer at the Christmas party. Packer at the St. Patrick's Day party. The fact that he's just there in the scene that he's dressed as a pregnant mm. nun. How many times does he surprise Michael? And Michael's, oh, Pac-Man! Pac-Man. Oh, Pac-Man! True yeah. joy in his um, eyes. Yeah. Oh, uh, Pac-Man, I thought you were a girl. <laughs> yeah. I saw I you saw on TV. TV. Yeah, yeah. And I want to pinch your tiny wiener. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Michael's genuinely excited by that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> How about when his reaction... I mean, Michael sends the email uh, or the picture of Jan on vacation to packaging at Dunder Mifflin. And Tacker's like, I still don't see it. Wait, someone else sent it to me. Well, this is hot. How do I get you out of this picture? How do I get you out of this picture? (laughs) They wouldn't give you a subscription to Maxim. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's gross. (laughs) Yeah. It's, uh, he's just like this, this, um, like explosive. Oh yeah, go ahead. The- no, his- if you look up Todd Packer on Dunderpedia, his his main character picture is the one Michael takes during Christmas party when Packer's just drunk <laughs> and kind of kind of sweaty. Going, he's got the mistletoe hanging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got the grossest Christmas tie of like a little Santa stripper. It's just, it's just great. <laughs> It's worth looking. That's the perfect picture to put as his character profile. Oh, we've talked about this before, but there's a deleted scene where Michael in the in uh, the basketball episode where Michael talks about how he defended Dwight in front of Todd Packer for their basketball game. Hmm. I, can we see that game oh, right. between Michael oh, and Todd Packer and Dwight God. like on the same team? Oh, yeah, I want that footage. They, they <laughs> would be it. trash talking each other on the same team. Yeah. Uh huh. 
I'd rather see that than the 92 Dream Dream scrimmage. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that over the teapot letter, over the, you know, like over any of these office, yeah, maybes or whatever. Let me, let me, uh, the running list. Let me see that game. Show me that farm. Yeah. Show me, yeah. <laughs> Pac Man. The one and only. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. There's no way he's still alive. And I, <laughs> After you know what? And they give him a grand exit. They give him the grand exit sitting on the back of the Corvette. With the William Hung license plate, you don't fire the Pac-Man and get away yep. with it. And we never hear from him again. Yep. Rides yeah. off into the sunset. Mm-hmm. Laced cupcakes. <laughs> what a finish. Well, shall we, uh, shall we take a little break? That, that yeah. we shall. What say we do? Listeners, from celebratory libations to all the sugar retreats, our mouths put up with a lot this time of year. Treat yours to Quip's line of sleek, sustainable oral care products. When you bundle and save up to 40% online through the holidays. Plus, by encouraging good habits, Quip products really are the gifts that keeps on giving. The Quip electric toothbrush is loved by over 7 million mouths and has timed sonic vibrations with a 30-second pulse to guide a dentist-recommended two-minute clean. They're lightweight. they got a sleek design for adults and kids with no wires, no bulky charger to weigh you down. A multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount for less clutter. Reusable handles and a range of sleek metal hues, including best-selling all black and all pink, as well as bright plastic covers, sure to make a pop on your bathroom counter. And if you're already keeping your mouth in tip-top shape, why not earn some rewards while you're at it? Upgrade your Quip to a new smart motor to track and improve your brushing with the free Quip app. Earn amazing rewards like free refills, products, Target gift cards, and more. And beyond the brush, Quip has a whole line of stocking stuffers for everyone on your list. A refillable mouthwash that's a four-time concentrate, plus good for you and the planet. In addition to brush heads, Quip also delivers fresh floss, toothpaste, mouthwash, and gum refills every three months from $5. Shipping is free, so you can save money and skip the hustle and bustle of shopping in-store during the holidays and into the new year. Oh, even more good news. Quip is running their best deals of the year, which means you won't be paying through the teeth when you gift better oral health this year. If you go to quip.com slash Scott right now on top of their holiday savings, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free and up to 40% off bundles at getquip.com slash Scott spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash Scott. Quip the good habits company look the holiday season is here and with it comes the yearly questions of oh what do i wear to non-ugly sweater parties and how do i maximize my time savoring holiday moments and minimize my time shopping for gifts well fear not listeners fear not weary holiday wanderers because mac weldon has got all the answers whether it's an office party a party with family and friends or just a holiday party of you your couch the game on TV, maybe a few episodes of The Office. Mack Weldon has all the essentials to keep you stylish and comfortable throughout the seasons. And their innovative daily wear system has taken the hard work out of outfit planning with pieces designed to work together for any occasion, saving you time and sparing you any extra holiday stress. Now we're talking top-notch tops, best-selling bottoms, and underwear and accessories that will please even the scroogiest guys on your list. With Mack Weldon, your holiday heavy lifting will be complete within minutes. Whether you're hitting the golf course, headed out to brunch, or just curled up next to the fire watching The Office, 
you're going to look fine in Mack Weldon's Ace Sweatshirt and Sweatpants. And the Warm Knit Collection is your perfect clothing for your holiday routine gifts. With limited edition color drops and a bevy of new releases, their holiday gift sets are the perfect present for any guy on your list. This holiday season, every guy deserves to wear unforgettable clothes that he loves for the moments with loved ones that he'll never forget. That's why Mack Weldon is always on my holiday list for giving and getting. So for 20% off your first order, 20%, visit MacWeldon.com slash Scott and enter promo code Scott. That's MacWeldon.com slash Scott. Promo code Scott for 20% off Mack Weldon. Get it right this holiday season. This episode is brought to you by ExpressVPN. I think all of us have had times where you search for something online you wouldn't want others to know about. I can give you an example. One time my sister borrowed my phone for something and the last thing I had Google searched was cool bed frame. She made fun of me for it then and she makes fun of me for it uh, to this day. I know what most of you are probably thinking. Why didn't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can still see every single website you've ever visited. That's why even when I'm at home, I can never go online without using ExpressVPN. It doesn't matter who your internet service provider is, ISPs in the US can legally sell your information to ad companies. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background and it's really easy to use. All you have to do is tap a button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by Business Insider. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash Scott, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash Scott, expressvpn.com slash Scott to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Best Fiends. I love a good phone game. I love a good puzzle game. And Best Fiends is the best of both. It's a match three style puzzle and adventure game all rolled into one. With more levels being added all the time, there's always a unique challenge when you open up the game. Best Fiends has it all. It has a fun storyline, collectible and upgradable fiends, and uh, a ton of fun puzzles. I actually kind of can't put it down. It might be the best puzzle game that's out there. There is an offline mode, so you can play Best Fiends wherever and whenever you want. So even if your holiday travels take you off the beaten path or there is no Wi-Fi, you can still keep up with Best Fiends. I don't want to brag, but I'm already at a pretty high level. Uh, I would tell you, but I don't want to demoralize you. I want you to play this game. But know that Best Fiends has thousands of levels with more being added all the time. Every level is a little different. There's a different challenge, and you really have to customize your strategy uh, to get through every level. So it really, really keeps you on your toes. Um, There's always a fresh challenge waiting. When you open up the game, you check out that new level, uh, and you see what's in store. So download Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. And you know what Michael Scott would say if he was playing Best Fiends? I'm a Best Fiends fiend. This episode is brought to you by Talkspace. There can be a number of reasons that keep people from seeking help with their mental health. That can be the fear of opening up to a stranger or the idea that friends and family might judge you or treat you differently. But in reality, meeting with a therapist to work on your mental health is just as helpful as hiring a personal trainer to work on your physical health, and the positive impact can be just as life-changing. 
Talkspace makes it possible to speak with a licensed therapist right from your phone, tablet, or computer. And unlike traditional therapy, you can message your therapist anytime via text, video, or voice. It's 100% secure and stigma-free, the way therapy should be. I've been very vocal with every ad that we've done for Talkspace that I'm a big proponent of therapy. Uh, I've been in therapy myself, and I think basically anyone can benefit from it. I highly, highly recommend uh, that you try it or at least consider it. Uh, meeting with a therapist should be as ordinary and judgment-free as going to the dentist or, or anything else that you would use for your self-care. Uh, it's important to take time to uh, take care of yourself, especially these last couple of years have been really difficult. Um, and it's just important to take a moment, take a beat, reflect on your life. Um, and therapy gives you the space and the opportunity to do it. I love that Talkspace makes it easy to connect with a therapist privately, lets you message whenever you need to. It has all the benefits of therapy without the hassle of setting appointments and having to wait for that week uh, between conversations. If you've ever wondered about therapy, um, you need to check out Talkspace. At Talkspace, your privacy and security are their number one priority. The app puts you in a private room, which is you and your therapist. You can send messages 24-7, get replies throughout the day. You don't need to wait uh, for your weekly appointment. And uh, it's really important that uh, they are mindful of your security and your privacy. Their encryption and added security features keep your conversation fully protected. Whether you struggle with anxiety, depression, self-doubt, or anything else, Talkspace gives you access to the help you need to move forward. Facing those obstacles isn't easy, and you don't win a prize for doing it alone. You, uh, having therapy is another way to have someone else in your corner, and a way to, uh, to help yourself out. So join Talkspace today and start moving forward with a single message. Just visit Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month when you use promo code SCOTT at sign up. That's $100 off at Talkspace.com, promo code SCOTT. Thank you, doctor. Take two of these and call me in the morning. Okay, everybody, listen up. If you are not in that conference room in two minutes, I am going to kill you. All right, y'all. Time for the conference room. We're going to catch up on just a few emails we've gotten here over the last month or so. Um, And let's start. We we actually put out uh, a call for like, hey, what would what would your merch ideas be just for this podcast? A lot of people few people send in uh fun one season four episode one saying literally oh. on anything i would buy that <laughs> okay um, moving on you. season nine episode yeah. 16 <laughs> <laughs> yeah those have been great uh great suggestions coming in so please send us that Love um that. I also wanted to shout out everyone who, especially on Twitter, who's been sending us their uh, Spotify wrapped podcast pages. Um, yeah. We've gotten a ton. You guys are amazing. Yeah, um, that is wild. Some of the numbers I'm seeing are, are impressive. Impressive yeah. numbers. <laughs> Love to see it. Keep that coming on Twitter. Um, actually, I meant to yeah. share one. Let me bring it up one moment. People, yeah, people have sent them to us on a, on a few different platforms, but like, it's amazing to, to see. Like, thank you so much. And, uh, it, it's, especially when I think about my own, like my own Spotify rap to what I have in the top slots and stuff to think that we could be there. Uh, it's really, really amazing. So thank you. Okay. Um, let me, uh, let me just, I want to see if anyone is going to beat these numbers. So, so, uh, <laughs> well, first of all, his name on Twitter is Fred Pantpleet. Which is an incredible <laughs> name, uh, Sean. There's an NBA player named Fred Van Vliet. Oh, and, gotcha, um, gotcha. This is just a fantastic. Have I ever take. told I you that it. when he retires, he needs to open up an auto store and call it Fred's Van Vliet? <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, what was all of this for? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing at all. That's a Rip Citizens uh, joke. <laughs> well, so he. Uh, he sent a screenshot from his end of year wrap. He says he li- he says he listened to 139 episodes, 
But what it doesn't show you is how many times each he listened to every single episode, which combined for a total of 15,847 minutes. Wow. Holy. And I want to oh see gosh. if anyone can beat those numbers. I'm anyone in- can beat that minute count. Hit us up. I'm pretty sure on Instagram we have somebody who hit 26. Really? Oh, okay. I want and I want to see the highest number. I'm sure the story is gone now. Uh, I haven't I don't have it handy, but I think they said it's what happens when you fall asleep to the podcast, which is oh, yeah, yeah, amazing. That's that you would, uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. If you have those numbers and you're not sleeping to us, oh boy. <laughs> there are, to you're quote not- Pam, there are other better people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on here. <laughs> Season. Uh, Can I share you a merch idea that I've had? Oh, yeah. please, yes. So, have you seen those? They're like T-shirts, and they, it, it's like a list, and it's like mm. this and this and this and this and yes, this. Yep. Um, the one that comes to mind is always basketball, where it's like you know the teams, where it's like um, what's a good example? Like, uh, okay, we'll use the Blazers as an example. Like Clyde and Terry and Jerome and Duckworth and Petrovich, like all the, or, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Magic and uh, Kareem and James Worthy, like you know what I'm talking about the, that yeah, format. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It would be we did one that was like Sean and Alex and Edwin and special thanks to Ryan Lloyd who does all our artwork. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's, That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, uh, next one here, this is uh, coming from, uh, what was the name? From Ping, who is living out of Shanghai, China for some oh. time. Says, your show has been so much fun to listen to. Thank you all so much for the words you put into it. I have a question for you. Well, a couple questions, but we're only going to do this one, which is, if you could have gone on stage during Crime Aid to roast Michael, what would you say? Oh, man. Oh, wow. Oh, man. I might need to think about that one a little no bit. No kidding. But, uh, I thought yeah, that was no. a great question. Yeah. I- <laughs> I might. I mean, we've been hitting this pretty hard in this episode, but like his basketball game might be the first place to go. Oh yeah, you know. Oh right, right, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah right. Yeah. Hey, Michael, that wasn't a. <laughs> <I know. laughs> uh, does he make the women's ball excuse during basketball? I don't think he does. Oh, the different size ball. I always, <laughs> yeah, I always wanted, I always wanted them to put that one in there. I'm like, is this a women's ball? <laughs> the worst excuse. Yeah. It's a little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, that's just something to consider. I mean, if people want to send in Michael roasts, I, that would be a really fun uh, list to go through. Let's uh, let's but come up in in true uh, spirit of this episode we're top pack. Let's come up with our top forty ideas and, and uh, <laughs> come back to them next oh, week. Please. Yeah. yeah, eat abroad. Down to your yeah. top ten. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael sends this. Uh, question um when we had been mentioning about cutaways we'd like to see oh a la like modern family or surveillance footage or something mm-hmm. uh of todd packer doing anything anything and then he says actually scratch that i don't want to see anything graphic mostly i just want to <laughs> see how he lives is it a poor man's version of the robert california experience is he all bluster and secretly lives like toby or is he just mm. a bizarro world version of Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force? <laughs> I imagine his I imagine his Corvette is a lot like Michael's uh, Sebring. How many fillet of fishes mm. did you eat? Yeah. You know. <laughs> oh, that's what I was going to say for the yeah. roast. A fillet of fish, mm-hmm. or like, oh, mm. and you smell like magazine insert cologne or yeah. something like night, that. Night swept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's um, a smeller like for a good manager. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like. Th- 
I mean, if if Packers are like, how much is he on the road? Does he have a home? Like, what is his schedule like? I we, we I bet we he's never got to hear about this. I I he has an apartment with like no furniture, no art, mm. uh, like bachelor pad. Like yeah, it, the thing about he a got after the divorce is it's both a couch and a bed. Mm-hmm. It's true. Pam, how do well, women your age feel about futons? Did you see Up in the Air, George Clooney movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where he's like constantly traveling. There is a shot where like he goes home and it's exactly like you said, Sean, where it's like an apartment with like Nothing. some stuff, but it's not a home. It's a house mm-hmm. yeah, or it's an apartment. It's a unit. And I think that's exactly like maybe he has one in in Scranton, like suburban Scranton somewhere. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's an outdoor cat. You know, he lives he lives in hotels. That I guy. I think he rocks a bar stool everywhere he goes too. Like it's just like he's just he's just gonna go hotel bars to the dive bar, go to the hotel bar, Constantly. start chatting somebody up. Can you imagine if he bought a condo in the same like complex as Michael? Like maybe right next door. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's the one practicing his clarinet next door. Mm-hmm. You did it, babe. You turned this home into a house. (laughs) Uh, Last one here uh, from Kara, uh, who says, Greetings, you guys are killing it. I was listening to the party draft, and I got to say, totally agree with Alex on the whole wedding thing as a party. It's not on theme. Uh. I would have also (laughs) not thought to include them, and I... And I empathize with how Alex felt. Well, thank you, Kara. You're wow. all one of my faves, but I do question. agree with Alex 100%. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you picked this question? I did. This was yeah, your freshman I year? I did. You got one. <laughs> this was your freshman year? <laughs> uh, uh, Kara, you're, you're, you're a very intelligent person. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's very good. Uh, that was all I had for now. Oh, sorry. We, had, we need to post this. I need to send this to you guys, but we had a late... Halloween costume submission. Oh, mm-hmm. Now, uh, she sent in a picture of her younger brother. Went as... Uh, as wait, oh, wait a minute. It says, Long story short, I stole my younger brother, younger brother's Pikachu onesie and gave him the idea instead to go as Asian Jim. I took the liberty of photoshopping his face uh, onto a framed picture of Asian Jim's family. So <laughs> there was a picture of this dude. Dressed as Asian Jim, holding a picture, that same picture from the show, but he is perfectly photoshopped into the family picture. Wow. The guy. Uh-huh. Great. Not Randall Park. Mm-hmm. Excellent work. We love the details. Mm. Amazing. Uh, I wish that had come in on time because that would have been in the running because it's very well done. Brilliant. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, I'll send that to you guys. But That's shout awesome. out to Sarah you who sent that in. We- 50 shrewd bucks. <laughs> we didn't get the name of the brother, but uh, Sarah is the one who sent that in. So very well done. Good job. Good job. All right, guys, let's close with a little trivia. Uh, Let me get over to it. Let's just do our thing, collect our hardware, and get the hell home. All right, trivia coming here from Tara. Thanks, Tara. Um, Who says, yes, who says, uh, hey, you didn't use the first set of trivia I sent in. Sorry. Oh, that's Sean's fault. I'm going to throw it right (laughs) under the bus. But maybe you use this. As I was moving my daughter's EpiPens and allergy medications around the cabinet and listening to your podcast, great chore for the show, I naturally (laughs) thought about trivia. I came up with 11 people in the office that have or mention allergies. Allergies? Okay. Wow. Okay. 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 Brilliant. So, Mm -hmm. can you name, I I don't know if you can, can you name all 11? Let's do as many as we can, food and otherwise, arranged by order of the seasons. Also, she says, can you shout out my kids, Phoebe and Graydon? Phoebe, Graydon, what's up from the MSPC? You also get 50 shoot bucks. Yeah. (laughs) 
you also you both get 50 shroot bucks uh, and bug your mom so she makes sure to pay you on those, okay? So, right. guys, 11 allergies. Okay. So, that Tara listed. What do you got? D'Angelo is allergic to peanuts or at least they don't Correct. make him feel very good. Yes. Ryan has um, an allergy. Uh, right? Oh man, this is hard. Uh, uh Ryan is not listed, okay. but but he I'm going to give you a hint cuz you're on the right track. Ryan uh causes causes a bad allergy. Um, very, this is very you know end of what? the list. Uh, Toby is aller- has allergies to the desk and has to move over. This is an episode <laughs> uh, I watched today. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yes. Correct. In, yes. in the yes, carpet. Uh, Daryl's allergic yes. to soy. Oh, yeah, of course. Daryl is allergic to soy. Um, I'm talking about stuff like developing a soy allergy at 35. <laughs> Who gets a soy allergy at 35? Why Kevin soy and everything? Kevin. Kevin is allergic to walnuts, right? Mm. Yes, correct. Yeah, okay. Correct. Walnuts. Walnut-free brownies uh, from Special Project. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there are only so many characters. I know, right? Um, uh, I'm going to give you... I'm going to get back yeah. on the hint uh-huh. of Ryan. Again... Remember, she did this in order of chronology, and the very, very last one is Ryan. Okay. Is involved in it. It's not Ryan's oh, allergy. Oh, uh, the baby is allergic to strawberries. Baby Drake. Yes, baby Drake is allergic to strawberries. Yes. <laughs> very good. Okay, all right. We're doing good. Are we? Uh, <laughs> six more. We got five. Yeah. Hmm. Is Bob Vance allergic There's- to mushrooms? Or he just doesn't That's like them. Guess. You have the right allergy, wrong person. Oh, mushrooms. He just doesn't like mushrooms. This one's hard. This one's pretty tough. I think it's muttered under this character's breath. Creed? No. Nope. Um, you've actually, he actually has another allergy, you've already said. Oh. Now I'm trying to oh. think back of what oh, we said. Oh, is he talking about the cake? And he's uh, like, oh, yes, so uh, Meredith is allergic to dairy. Oh, Meredith correct. is allergic yeah. to dairy. Yeah, in, uh, in uh, season one. Yeah. That's very correct. That's the first one on the list. Okay, yeah. The second one on the list was Toby, the desk, next okay. to Kelly in the annex. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I'm allergic. Uh, I'll, give you that, I'll give you that mushroom one. That one is also Toby. Um, Angela says she's not a machine and is already getting devil's food, peach cobbler. Fudgy the whale and mushroom caps for the collective birthday party. Gotcha. Toby Toby mumbles, I'm allergic to mushrooms. Got That's it. in survival. Right. Okay. Right. Nice. Right. Nice. How many more do we have then? Uh you have three more. Okay. Whoa. Oh sorry, four. Four. There's another baby. Philip? Baby Philip is allergic to cats. Uh, specifically Comstock. Oscar adopts the cat from Angela after she learns her baby is allergic. Comstock is the senator's favorite cat, and yada, yada. Mm -hmm. Angela's Philip, not uh, not Jim and Pam's. Not (laughs) pee-pee. I mean, let's just try to think, like, like, who is left? Like, I don't think Michael has any allergies. Yeah, Dwight? Yeah, no, no. One of, one of them from, is from season three. I don't know if it's technically an allergy, maybe just a real sensitivity mm-hmm. to it. It's another proximity-based one. A season three character. Mm-hmm. Pretty much only season three. 
Josh Porter. <laughs> no, um, but you're on the right. Karen. You're on the right branch. Tony, yeah, Karen. Karen is. I don't know what is it. What is yeah, Sharon's? what? <laughs> oh, the perfume. Oh. Yeah, Phyllis's uh, perfume. Again, okay, I think okay. it's an oversensitivity. Uh, she does say, I, "I think I'm allergic to your perfume." Yeah, these are. I think I'm allergic so to Phyllis. For the yeah. sake of the trivia, we're getting crushed by this trivia. Okay. All right. <laughs> I know. Two more. One more. Yeah, the other ones. I can just give you the other. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll be here all night. Number five uh, from Job Fair. (laughs) It says Michael. Uh, seasonal? It says, Michael tells Pam to only bring one sheet of paper to the high school fair and then says, Pam, Pam, and then sneezes in her tea and says, don't worry, it's just oh, allergies. Remember, and then you said, Pam, 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 and then you sneezed in so my tea and you know. said, don't worry, it's just allergies. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. who knows what they were. Okay, I got but, you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last one is Holly. Uh, and we learned about this oh, in Oh, Holly is allergic to sesame seeds. Mm. Very good. Ding, 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 ding. That's and her it. butt That's the 11th one. absolutely will not quit. Refuses to quit. Yeah. Um, there you go. You know, my um, my first thought, and this was not from uh, this is from Parks and Rec, not The Office. Is in the uh, the Greg Pakaitis episode of Parks and Rec where he the the kid, the high school kid, makes Andy cry, Andy Dwyer cry, and he says, "Are you crying?" And Chris Pratt, Andy Dwyer says, "No, I'm just allergic to jerks." <laughs> <laughs> I've always loved that line. Yeah. That's a good line. Yeah, that's a good line. Yeah. That's a good line. Well, uh, well, thank you so much uh, for sending in your your trivia, Tara. Is that did I get that right? I think yeah, you did. That's correct, Ta- Tara. Thank you so much. If you have trivia that you'd like to share with us, email, email us mspodcastcompany at gmail You can also call us and leave us a message. That's five zero three. Six nine four nine three one four. We're on Facebook and Instagram. We have a website, michaelscottpod.com, and we have a store, mspcstore.com. Go check it out. Uh, we got uh, uh, t-shirts, crew neck, hood, uh, sweatshirts, uh, mugs. No yep. hoodies. No hoodies. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but maybe some new merch maybe ideas someday. coming soon. Maybe coming. Let's say everything we don't have. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, and you can join us uh, on Patreon.com/slash Michael Scott. Um, support the show. Become a Scott's Tot. It's five bucks a month. You get a bonus mailbag episode every month, as well as a whole backlog of mailbag episodes, as well as tons ad-free episodes, um, as well as some other special treats. Uh, Voting I, on our next character episode. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being just being a part Have of a it. Have a say in the show. Yeah. Have a say. Yeah, and together we make a donation to the Thurgood Marshall College Fund, um, which is also a great thing. So special. So thank you so much uh, to our Patreon uh, uh, members, to our Scotts Tots. We love you guys so much. Um, thank you to Ryan Lloyd who designs all of our artwork. This episode was recorded over video chat. Uh, thank you for listening. As always, we really appreciate you guys just taking a little bit of time to hang out with us, listen to us uh, ramble on and say quotes from the office just back and forth to each other. Uh, it's always a good time. So we really appreciate uh, you spending a little bit of time with us. One update, we won't have a new episode next week. Uh, we're taking a one-week break for the holiday, but we'll be back one more time before the new year. Um, so we'll see you then. Uh, but just remember... Um, We love you. We appreciate you. uh, And uh, take care. Stay safe. We'll see you next week. Or in two weeks. (laughs) Yes. Pippity-poppity. Give me the zappity. Yes, sir. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.